Hawkins and Hackers Golf uh, podcast, uh, special guest episode number four, I do believe. I know it's been a while, guys. I'm Chris. Episode number three. Oh, episode number three, Alvin said. <laughs> we'll be on four, too, if you want us to be, just so we can continue. <laughs> and we got Derek and Dominic from uh, Save Par Podcast. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. thanks. We're our, this is our first actual uh, episode that we've been the... The guest yes. on. Yeah. So appreciate it. Thanks so much. Yeah, that's cool. So we were just a guest on your podcast, and now you're the guest on our podcast. So that's pretty cool too. Going back to back. Yeah. And I think we're releasing them on the same day, correct? Correct. Monday, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Monday awesome. it is. Monday it is. So fellas, Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are in the Safe Heart Golf headquarters right now, downtown <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> the cold the whopping, uh, well, it's 21 degrees right now. Yeah, that doesn't feel like 21, no. though. The, the wind has been absolutely brutal. We're kind of in the same boat with you guys. I think we're uh, we're ready for the warm weather. It's hard to so watch. So that's 21 degrees Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit, yes. yeah. yeah. You guys we're in Canada. Sell, yeah, so it's it's different, yeah. So 21 that's, degrees. That's, like, really cold in Celsius. Uh, no, it's only, like, minus 10. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, only minus 10. Only minus 10, I know. Yeah, right? so it's, it's, not 20, it's 21, but the real feel is 7. Yeah. yeah, so we we're we're uh, we're definitely excited to, and, and and eager to get out and play some golf here. I know we talked earlier on, on the other episode about how you guys are going to be hitting the uh, simulator tomorrow. I believe, right? Yep. So we get some swings in. So we have um we have a place I played not too long ago. It's called Three Jack. It's right downtown here, and it's like a it's a really nice bar restaurant, but they have like six really nice simulators, and uh, they have um pxg clubs so i'm i've never really used pxg before but normally i bring my own clubs but it's a really cool uh, atmosphere if even if you don't play golf but i've got some swings in at, at uh three jacks so it's been nice to loosen up a little bit but it definitely gets you it's it's hard because it gets you excited to play but at the same time i know really we still have another probably two months yeah so i'm not, I'm not really a fan of the simulators but i still like to go and swing golf clubs Got to oh, loose, yeah. loosen up a little bit. Yep, exactly. I, I agree with you. So um, close. I can get. I, yeah, I, I, this is the question I've been asking myself since we've been communicating, chatting for a little while. Okay, you got to tell me and and just explain what, what Save Par podcast, or not, not necessarily the podcast is, but what Save Par is. Sure. So Save Par Golf uh, was originally started, I started it, I don't know the exact date, but it was several years ago. Um, and I, I've... I'll kind of I've said this before. It's kind of a funny, funny little story, but I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the the TV show Duck Dynasty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So so um, my uh, my younger cousin is is was uh, obsessed with Duck Dynasty. Used to watch it all the time, and so he he was kind of it's kind of about six seven years ago probably probably. And so he was started this fan page, Duck Dynasty fan page on Instagram. And, you know, me, him, and my uncle would be watching the show. And next thing you know, he'd have like 20,000 followers. And I'm like, what the heck is this, you know, he's doing? And then he got really into the uh, GoPro setting or in the uh, GoPro industry. So he started a GoPro page and it blew up. Like he was getting free stuff all the time. And I'm thinking, I'm obsessed with golf. I love golf. Why not try to start a page for, you know, for golf and try to get some cool stuff and try to grow the game. So it was the week. Uh, it was the weekend of the Masters. I can't remember which year it was, but that's when it started, and it continued to grow from there. It went from posting memes, videos, uh, just all golf-related content, and it just kind of continued to grow. You had, you know, the thing with social media is you have to stay really active, and um, and so that was it. Was a little. It was kind of a burnout for a little while. You just get so. I don't know. What's the word? You, you do so much of it. Yeah. It just becomes overwhelming because it's a repetitive process. You know, you're That's posting, right. you're hashtagging. And it, it, yeah, we don't gets, have to worry about that right now because we're not doing a lot of content at all. It, 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 but it's, it's, but it's fun though, right? That's kind of why you guys have kind of probably started um, mulligans and hackers. And that's kind of why I started. So I love the game of golf and I was like, well, let's do something fun and see where it will take us. And so I just kind of continued to, to plug away and it was just a side gig. Um, so I don't do this full time. Um, probably would like to down the road. I know it's starting to grow quite a bit. So we definitely want to kind of take it to the next level. But uh, so then me and Dom met in college 
and we were talking golf and I was like, yeah, I was telling him about my accounts. And then we got, you know, started hanging out quite a bit playing golf together. And then was it a couple, two summers ago? Yeah. He's like, you know, you're opinionated. I'm like, yeah, I like to talk. And Derek <laughs> goes, well, I have like the following and yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, you know, why don't we start a podcast? So it kind of came up with this idea and as around a year ago where, where I was like, Hey, like, if you're serious about this, this is the time let's do it. Uh, we started on Instagram. We got the the name so we couldn't like have to think of anything like different than what we planned. Yeah. We want to kind of keep it like safe and same. Yeah. So we can kind of use it together. So yeah. And that, we are, uh, yeah. Our first episode launched master's weekend. Yeah. I think it did yeah. as well. It kind of works worked out that way. So we we um we're still new into the the podcast game, obviously. And we we do have uh we're at what what 29 episodes, I think now. Yeah. So yep, 29 when theirs comes out. Yep. So we'll have 29 episodes. Um and it, it kind of goes the same with uh with the Instagram. You know, you have to be kind of uh, very active. And so that's kind of our goal. This was kind of like our season two, mm -hmm. so to speak, starting in January. So it was to get more guests on. Um and just try to get different aspects of the game, whether it's, you know, mulligans and hackers, just people that are just starting out but love the game and, and just getting an insight on what that's all about from people that are creating clubs. Uh, we had hackers – or, excuse me, haymakers. Hey, haymakers. Hey, I'm all over the place right now. Um, I was <laughs> yeah. just on Instagram right before this. and I, no. so, Yeah, Haywood. You had um, – Haywood. We had Haywood on. Um, yeah. That's, they're, actually, they're out of BC, correct? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so BC I actually have their – yeah. yeah, I have their. I bought his. Uh, bought a uh, set of clubs last year, and they're actually they are very solid irons. Yeah. So I've looked I have at those a, clubs quite a bit. I have his. Uh, I have his utility iron. Uh, so it's eighteen degrees, super nice. I've not hit it just because it's still cold outside, and there's yeah. no way to. But super nice. Um, the quality is like super nice. I couldn't. I can't say super nice enough, <laughs> but like, it honestly feels better than a lot of um bigger name club companies are putting sure. out yeah and that, that was kind of the reason why i kind of uh went that direction because i was looking for new irons and i talked to him going back and forth and so um i definitely suggest it or recommend it if you're in the in the uh market for new irons because they are comparable to a lot of the higher end clubs at a lot uh cheaper price it's really affordable very affordable yeah. and and again i'm not trying to push their products you know, by I, plugging I mean, them. I, I follow them. I follow Haywood on Instagram. I've actually been into a couple of the live chats and just, yeah. you know, yeah. But again, in this whole social media world, it's really a close, really close world because, you know, you guys are in Minneapolis. He's out in BC. We're here in Alberta and we, you know, that circle is, is there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that was trying to get me to get some, uh, I've been thinking about getting new wedges. And he's been, okay. he's, he's been pumping oh, yeah. Haywood I've been, uh, every, every I've been time. Throwing out there, hey, I know Haywood makes really good wedges because I think that's where they started was with wedges, yep. correct? Yeah, they and started they with their wedges. And then I then believe, sets. yeah, so it went with wedges, I think is what he said. And I, 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 it was either putter next or the putter was the last thing. I can't remember, but it was wedges. And now he's got, they have four different styles of irons i think they they had three they were just releasing a fourth and now they're coming or he's coming out with um woods and drivers yeah yeah i saw the posts on those and yeah i actually did shoot him a message and say yeah they look fire that's exactly yeah, same, same. real good but the, but that's kind of the whole the whole uh purpose of safe park golf you know it, it and the podcast we're trying to get different aspects of the game so we're trying to get again we had we have club makers um we're trying to get some former golfers, PGA players, things like that. We're just trying to. We want to make the game as easily accessible and show that anybody can pick up this game. You just have to want to. Yeah, you just got to look at us. Anybody can pick up and play this game. <laughs> it's incredibly it. difficult to play, but anybody can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, all the, it all depends on how, how like serious you want to get, right? Because sometimes it's, you know. For, for me, like I, for a while, it was like I had a decent swing, but I wasn't, I wasn't taking it all the way back. It was a really short swing. So it was like, then I kind of was like, I got obsessed with like trying to, you know, change my swing. And then I was like, okay, now I have a handicap and now I'm trying to constantly. And that was just my, my perspective of what I wanted to do. But again, there's so many different walks of life of players. Like you got a guy that might, might have only played one one or two rounds a year, but he, you know, so it's, we're trying to grow the game. Um, 
trying to get more females involved too as well uh and just the kids the youth um and so that's kind of using save far golf grand we've it's been nice it's been growing quite a bit we're trying to be a voice for um like the newer uh like necessar not necessarily the game yeah not yeah. necessarily generation but just like people who go oh i could do that yeah you can just pick up a club it doesn't have to be an expensive club you go to yeah. the yeah, go to the thrift store. You don't store. even have to start off doing it well. Just start, no. right? Absolutely. And so we had um, Luke with Leaderboard Customs on a couple episodes ago as well. And that was just the, that's another part of the game. I think it's starting to be more exciting because of the apparel, the shoes. I think shoes, I'm a big shoe guy. Dom's a huge shoe guy. So we're really big into collecting shoes. Um, so I think like the the transformation of the golf game itself is turning is, is transitioning into you know, there was a lot of heat for the wearing a sweatshirt on the, you know, Justin Thomas was wearing a sweatshirt during a practice run or having walking. Yeah, yeah. yeah I and, saw that. Yeah. And so, like, I think, like, they're trying to break through that um, with wearing other Jordan 1 golf shoes. They're just different types of uh, options now that you have. Because most people think of the PGA Tour back in the day, it was that, um, you know, khaki pants or black pants and a polo or, a, you know, it was very – it was very boring. Kind of boring, yeah, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, it's starting to appeal to a younger generation, which, you know, for being such an old sport like golf is and how old the PGA is and, you know, the long history of it, I think it's a really positive direction for them to go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you look back and they all have the baggy khaki pants, the the kind of wingtip shoes, you know, mm -hmm. the whatever. The foot joys, the old foot joys. Yeah, now it's all of a sudden, you know, almost borderline streetwear, where it's like, man, yeah, these guys. Terrell Hatton wore a wore a hoodie on the course too once. I yeah, I think for that. Well, even well. the even the Ryder Cup during the Ryder Cup, yep. the Americans yeah. that was part of their apparel was uh, the one day they were wearing the American hoodies or like the the half hoodies or whatever they were, and yep. they looked pretty slick. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I I, I think, you know. It gets that whole like look good, play good, or feel good, you know, feel good, play good, you know, or look good, play good. And that's that same thing. It's like you have a little bit more confidence. You might not be shooting record scores by any means, but, you know, you got a new polo on or a new pair of shoes that you just got that you really like. Like you, you just feel a little bit more comfortable on the course where um, you're not really being judged for that, where I think a lot, a lot of times before that, you know, like even like executive courses or uh, par three courses where we, we said it before, like we'll sometimes show up and shorts and a t-shirt if we're going to play a par three course it's not we're not taking the game super serious as but we still are playing serious or wanting to have fun you know what i mean so i and think trying to break through that barrier of uh the clothing the shoes and and that it's just another outlet for us to kind of help grow the game help these other artists and designers that might have some really cool apparel clothing that we can try to help uh, push their product as well uh or, or just, john daly type look yeah, the loud, loudmouth golf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually my golf bag. I have a loudmouth golf bag. Actually, is my main bag. It's got some crazy line design on it. But awesome. um, yeah, it's good stuff. So we we've it's it's come a long way. Um, again, we we just hit a, a hundred, a little over a hundred thousand followers, which is crazy. I, I never really thought that it would. You know, it, it, that wasn't my goal necessarily but now that i know like we have a large following it's 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 really cool to be able to help some of these people that uh um might not have that platform where we can try to we really to, appreciate you doing this with us too guys uh, yeah absolutely no we, no, we, we appreciate sure. it as well i said we're we're you know on the podcast side our goal is to continue to keep pushing um new episodes weekly um and have have a, a, a new guest on. So again, we appreciate you being on our on our podcast, and we appreciate all the supporters and all the listeners. He said we're we're still up and coming and still growing, but uh, we love it. It's a good time. He said we. I mean, how many we chatted before the the first episode, and we chatted for a while after. So it's just it's just a fun thing to do. I yeah. think you know just being able to talk golf and in, in general is just it's really easy to talk about that kind of stuff. I feel like you could, we could literally talk for hours. So it's yeah. it's a absolutely. So you guys talk about a lot of other sports on the pod, but how much golf do you guys actually play? Not as much as we'd like. <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's the easy answer. And yeah. That's what a lot of people say. Um, 
I know last year my season kind of ended out of back issue and I didn't swing a golf club since like August until like November when I had like a bachelor party. And then since then, I have not touched my clubs other than put the new ones in my bag. Um, <laughs> that's been the extent of it. I'm hoping to play more this year just as my schedule gets established. I've had a lot of like promotions happen. So it's like, you know, work has to come, school, stuff like that. So hopefully as my schedule starts to become more and more open uh, open or not even open but just set in stone sure. i can start to play more um i think i play as much as you know like an average person would well uh, we try. So, so we uh we would typically try to get up before we when we first started recording to there's a little mini there's a little short par three course down there. <coughs> and so we would try to play that before we recorded so we'd always try to get like one one par three round in a week that was kind of and we were doing that Oh, yeah, for a, a while. few times. Yeah, um, but I should have counted my rounds. I actually – I didn't count how many rounds I've played this year. I know we talked and you played quite a bit, Chris. Um, but, yeah, it that is the one thing that uh, I feel like the older that I've gotten and, and the busier I've gotten, the, the rounds of golf have definitely – decreased um and i every year i say i'm like i'm gonna play more golf this and ours year. ours is going the other way ours yeah is so not you're playing at all to play in tons right yeah but um we get out a decent amount um I, I i used to play probably three four times a week maybe more um but within the last two years probably one once to one or probably say twice a week yeah whether it's an 18 hole course or a par three, at least got to get out there once a week and hit, yeah. hit some balls. And I'm really bad at counting. There are days where I'll go out and just not even have a scorecard just so I could, you know, get the repetition, get the yep. rhythm, get the tempo. So, okay. yeah, I don't really know. I, I don't count. I, I probably should. Maybe this year I'll count. But we, we have we have some apps where we actually record our scores into. So it, mm-hmm. it counts your rounds for you. So, yeah, I use it. I use birdies. He uses. Do you use 18 birdies this year, Alvin? Or you I used 18 those? birdies this year, yeah. Uh, oh, 18 birdies, yeah. I use Garmin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Garmin, Garmin, yeah. We've heard yeah. of that one as well. So I, I, I have like the USGA, um, like the handicap app. So like that's where I draw my scores. So yeah. that's the other kind of cool thing. Like I have a handicap and I golf with them and – I have a handicap. You do have a handicap. I do. Oh, okay. Congrats. So he does have a handicap now. Okay. Well, I, I didn't think he did. But in any case, <laughs> yeah. No, Garmin will do it. Okay. Yeah. So we we said we're I'm we're both competitive, and I I um I definitely want to continue to improve my handicap. But at the same time, I'm not one to judge. I I, I don't like slow pace of play. I'll tell you that we do have a <laughs> that, that is a that is an issue. I think all over the place, but especially here in Minnesota. Um. But other than that, we're all for growing the games. I don't know. There's Again, gotta be- Chris, we played around in Tabor this year. How long did it take us yeah, to do that one? Yeah, that was so bad. It was, speaking it was like of five, slow, slow play. It was like five hours to do 18 holes. Oh, my God. We we cruised through the front, and then we got to hole 12. Yeah, I want to say 12. And 12 to 18 took us like two, two and a half hours. Oh, because that's, there was yeah. a group in front of us. Two guys and their girlfriends, pretty sure they had no idea how to golf. At least, I think, like, one of them knew how to golf and the other three didn't. And we, it would, was roll, just, we would roll up on their tee box and there'd be four groups in ahead of us yeah, waiting we, to tee off. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah that's kind of, like, sometimes how it is here. That's, so like, that's that's tough to play golf that way. That's uh, yeah. Alvin gets pretty frazzled when we play golf that way. It's it's not oh, good. <laughs> golf frazzles me anyways, but uh, yeah, it's just story. an ex- extra add-on. Yeah, I mean – that doesn't really grow the game. Really, it just it just makes it worse for everyone, you know. But again, that's one day out of our entire season, and then you know you can really you can put that to the side. I mean, I haven't. I played. We played Tabor. I hadn't played Tabor in like twenty years before that, so it was still just nice to be on the course, right? So, so you yeah. guys, are you active in any other sports? Um, for me, I do. I, I'm not active in any other sports. I uh, I do uh, run on the treadmill right now, obviously with the weather, but I've been, I've been really into the Peloton bike. We have one up at our, in our uh, complex here. And so I got really big into the, the Peloton rides in the, uh, in the running. Um, but I used to play basketball quite a bit and I used to coach, coached uh, for a few years. So, uh, but other than that, I'm a huge sports fan, as you know, I listen to the other episodes, but um, no, other than that, pretty much just golf and, and, and running and, and uh, oh. Peloton. I played baseball I, uh, right now, which was golf, though. Um, yeah, I like to eat. 
so it kind of gets in the way. I'm a former baseball player. Um, I love baseball. I have season tickets to our Twins nice. um, here, so I like to do that. Um, but yeah, the really only sport is golf, and I know people get tired of me talking about it, but I don't know. We won't get tired of you talking about it, buddy. No, I know. I, I love yeah. it here. But I yeah, can't we, wait to talk to you guys then about once once baseball actually gets up and gets running. We'll talk about baseball. We'll talk about hockey. Oh, yeah. Not, not huge into uh, – I'm not huge into the NFL, but I do know uh, Cousins is the quarterback for the Vikings. Yep, for now, yeah. Yep. <laughs> for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Chris is a huge Patriots fan. I'll give you that. Well, that, yeah, that's a good team to root for. I mean, for the last – 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're well, big I grew up, growing up. I was a, uh, I was big into college football and okay. I just happened to follow Brady all the way through. And I used to actually be a Raiders fan. And then when Brady beat the Raiders with the tuck rule, I kind yep. of, I kind of flipped to a <laughs> Patriots fan and just been there since. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Brady fan. So when he went to Tampa Bay, I mean, I had to cheer for him too. So, so I'm going to throw my age out here. I used to be a Dolphins fan when Marino was the quarterback. Okay. <laughs> Marino, yeah. I'm going to date, yeah. date myself right there, and I don't watch the NFL much anymore. But there's the date right there. No, uh, he was one of the best best quarterbacks ever to not win a ring. Mm-hmm. He was very good. Yeah, uh, I um. So we. We're huge Vikings fans, obviously, and our biggest, our next door neighbor, the 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 uh, Green Bay Packers. Ooh. You know, they obviously are. <laughs> it's funny. I don't even watch football anymore, but I get totally with, with good get, old yeah, regular yeah, season right Rodgers over there. What's that? I said with good old regular season Rodgers, who always chokes yeah, on playoff. Exactly. Times. The problem is though, is like, see, they have a Super Bowl win or a few Super Bowl wins, and so there's, there's it, that always ends the argument. So that's like, fair. It's, it's, as much as we want to talk bad about their team, they always have that's their leg up on us. But it's kind of like the Yankees fans saying that they have 21 rings, but they haven't done anything in the past decade. You know, it's just like okay, cool, but that's fair. What kinda else like, have you done? Kind of like the Montreal Canadiens in hockey, right? Yeah. Yeah. How many cup rings, cups do they have? 20 something, and but they haven't done anything for you know 30 years. And this year they're bad. <laughs> they're uh, really yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, they're really bad. Well, it's, so Minnesota Wild here, they're considered we're so we're like considered the state of hockey. But again, we haven't and we do Minnesota's very big in hockey, obviously, but we've never won a Stanley Cup with the Wild. Well, I mean, I, that, again, I'll date myself here. I Minnesota North Stars, dudes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember no. the finals against Pittsburgh. You know, so it, it was a uh, so, and that's like kind of the beauty with our podcast is we we get it's it's golf and things. You know, we start off talking golf, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, we're talking about food or we're talking about other sports. So we try to like obviously we try golf. to touch base with the golf stuff. Yeah, that's like after that. It's wherever we it's free reign wherever you guys want to go. That's just kind of how we are. We just kind of get off tra- track. So we we that's kind of the other cool thing about talking on these podcasts is we we like to try to you know talk other things as well, not just golf related. So um do you do you guys uh are you guys um big on following like like the like right now with like the Genesis Invitational? Are you yeah, guys? We, up to- we actually, when when we took our little break there between our two podcasts, yeah. we actually Chris went down and ran ran through uh, where we were sitting <laughs> after round three. Yeah, crazy. I mean, nineteen under. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he, he finished nineteen under. Yeah, oh, but he dang. was at twenty one under. Yeah, and now I finished at nineteen unders. It's just like, and so many of the other guys are playing so good. And I mean, he well, he's I think three ahead of uh, Young. I think he's sixteen under. But other than that, they're I think the next guys. Hovland. Well, Hovland's one more back. Hovland's four back. Is he four back? Okay. Yeah. And then yeah, Thomas, he... I think Thomas is five back. So, and then there's a bunch of guys that are like nine back at, at 10 under. I, I, I like, um, uh, Neiman. I think he's awesome. He, it's crazy. He's not, he's a, just a skinny, not a real tall guy, but the power that he generates, it's just absolutely insane. I The ball so, explodes whenever he hits it. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but he hits that ball and the ball goes. Like, <laughs> it's incredible. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, hopefully he wins it, but I don't know. He'd have to have a real big meltdown. But that young guy is not too far off, so he's he's good too. Well, again, I, five or six stroke swing on final days is easily within reach, right? 
for sure. For sure. Go ahead, Chris. Um, so we always like to ask everybody uh, when they're on the podcast, uh, what's in your guys' bag? That's a good question. Oh, I want to go first because mine are all new. So I guess we'll start with my driver and we'll, we'll uh, work my way down. Yeah. Uh, currently I'm playing the Cobra King F8 Plus. Nice. So that's relatively new. Um, my three wood is going to be the Cobra Speed Zone. Um, otherwise, I flipped that between my five wood, which I have from Azuno. I think it's the STX something, 90, 45, something like that. I don't remember. Nice. Nice. Um, and then I have my Haywood Utility Iron, which I really like. Um, the new ones, I just got the Cobra LTDX Irons. So that's my five through gap. Sweet. And then. I have played Callaway wedges that I had customized by House of Golf out in California. So those are super cool. The most impressive part, though, is he doesn't use a putter. That's how good his chipping game is. Oh, no, I have a putter. I love it. <laughs> I, have the, um, I have the Ping Answer Karsten 2. Nice. So I really like it. I love the grip. It's the same grip Tiger uses. It works 60% of the time. Every time. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I have, like, a big Sun Mountain bag, and I love it. Nice. Yeah. I have uh, I have the Cobra Speed Zone driver, which I absolutely love. I, I've had actually the last – I've had several Cobra drivers, and I, I think their drivers are fantastic. So I, that's what I've been using. I actually do need to up my game on my three-wood. I have an old-school Callaway X driver that needs to be retired – not driver, uh, three-wood. That needs to be retired. Um, so that's going to be my next purchase will be a three-wood. And then I currently bag my – I have a four-through – pitching wedge on my my haywood um my haywood irons they, they are the mbs mbs are the, the mb irons i think they're the uh do you have the signatures oh yeah they're the signatures signatures I'm sorry. yeah they the signatures and i they're they're like the aesthetic look to them is just fantastic but they're all customizable um so i got the the um which 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 shafts did i get put on there's kbs tour kbs tours uh with the fact that I know more about you. I know, bag. right? I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Who knows what's in my bag? He should have just he should just give it, you know. Uh, um, and then I uh and then I have my lucky golf USA uh oh I have one of those gold too. wedges. Have you seen those before? So it's called uh, lucky? I have seen them online, but I've never seen them in person. Yeah. I have a I have a black one. The gold nice. is a little bit too crazy for me. So my mine's a 58 degree, so I have 56, 58, 60. Nice. Yep. And I have a, I have a 50, so I have Callaway, uh, 52 and a 56 degree. And then I have my lucky six, my lucky wedge. It's, it's kind of weird. Like no one, I've never seen a gold wedge before, but it's kind of cool pulling that bad boy out. And, and people are like, what the heck do you have? There? It shines in the sunlight. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. So, uh, so that's what I have for my, uh, my wedges. And then as my, for my putter, I'm trying to think of what I have in the bag right now. You've had a couple. Yeah, I have a couple different. I have the Trident putter. That one's pretty sick. Um, and then I also do have a lucky one. Didn't they send you one? Yeah, I got a lucky golf too, but I'm try trying to think for the one I have in my bag right now. I can't remember. But I, th I think it's the Trident. It's, like, it's all blacked out. I don't know if you've seen Trident before, but I used that pretty much all year last year. So that that's probably my biggest issue with my golf game right now too is the, is the putter. Putting. Oh boy i hear that it's it's like uh who's the who is it the is it arnold palmer with the there's golf and then no is it, there's golf and then there's putting i don't know who mm -hmm. i think that's his quote it might have been his quote yeah but uh but yeah for me that's what it is i don't have it too big of an issue getting off the tee and, and getting on the green but Putting is just whether it's, it's reading animal. it or judging the speed. It's just hard to get both. It's so, a different animal. And yeah, see, it's absolutely. funny because putting is one of is is one of my best parts of my game. It always has been. That's kind of where I kind of excel. Sure. Uh, Drive for show, putt for dough. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. But no, we uh, um, that like we we talked earlier about that is like not having any lessons and we're kind of you. I think you said a long time ago you did have a few lessons, right? Yeah, I took lessons. My grandparents put me in lessons at a young age. And it was one of the things where I did it, I took them, and then I didn't touch golf clubs again for like 10 years. 
So really, do I really, did I really take lessons yeah. at that point? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you didn't really apply those lessons that you had. I no, guess. not right away. It and took 10 years. Same for me too. Like I've pretty much been self-taught. It was all pretty much just watching YouTube videos and just kind of what's comfortable for, for myself. But um, I've, I've, I've watched some of the YouTube videos and it's like so, the putting videos and things like that, and just different techniques. And it's like one, one day you see a PGA pro to a player, you know, doing the claw grip. And then all of a sudden that didn't work for him. So like the next week he's doing another, like, I don't know how much of it is just more like psychological as in their head, you know? So, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty terrible at putting. Yeah. The only YouTube stuff I watch is the Rick Shields stuff. I feel like yeah. he's the Shields. only one who yeah. like really dumbs it down enough for everybody to say, okay. I watched his, uh, his, his whole driver setup video. And then actually for the first three quarters of the season, that really helped me. Yeah. If I don't watch him, uh, my short game is probably my strong part. I watched a lot of Phil Mickelson when I was younger. So watching him kind of break down his approach to being around the green, to being like 100 yards out, that's kind of what I do as I go, okay, what am I going to do? How high do I want it? How low do I want it? What's the wind like? And that will kind of dictate how I stand and stuff like that. But, yeah, putting, I'm lost. Driving, I'm lost. Uh, irons and wedges, yeah, I got them. So par three is really good then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's about right. it, though. Nice. Um, okay, let me know what's in your guys' bag. Um, so just give us a uh, a rundown now. Of where, where do you go with, with Save Par? The podcast, the page, the brand, you know, what's down the road for you guys? Sure. So right now, um, kind of the cool, uh, exciting thing that we got for Save Par Golf is we're hosting our first annual tournament, um, which will take place in June. June 11th, yeah, June yes. 11th, which is a Saturday. Saturday. Um, so we're really excited about that because it's going to be our first tournament. And again, it's like an annual tournament. So we're planning on having multiple tournaments. And our and our goal down the road with that is hosting a tournament here locally, which we're having this year. And then moving forward, we want to have like two tournaments a year where we do one tournament here in Minnesota, and then we'll do one, whether it's out west or out down south, maybe where it's warm, where we can play host something out out of the states, so we can still play even down in Phoenix at where they play the waste management. Yeah, exactly. Right, it's pretty yeah. rowdy down there. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if you know this, but next year it's the same weekend as the Super Bowl, which which it always is, but it's yeah. the Super Bowl is in Phoenix. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just read that. I totally forgot. So it's gonna be. I couldn't even imagine what the prices are to even get out there. But you could get super drunk and kind of wander over to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty fun. I have two birds with one stone. <laughs> exactly. I have played both of those courses and they are really cool. Um, and you probably won't realize what they look like without all the stands and all that kind of stuff. But they're I've very heard, nice I've, I've heard people say that they've played there without the grandstands and it's yeah it doesn't even look like remotely close to what it is on tv totally different and and you really you can get out there i mean in the summer it's it's super hot but we played we went out there last year and i mean we played in 118 degree weather and it was absolutely like crazy we played uh 54 holes played 36 in one day and then we played another 36 so we played 72 holes in two days in 118 degree weather i wasn't invited it wasn't with <laughs> your group right? it, was, it was with my yeah two of my brothers and uh one of my buddies um it was fun but it was like dirt cheap but it was for that reason like yeah we weren't really wanting to play at certain times i mean i've never seen a beverage girl a cart girl show up so fast on every other hole because they're just giving you ice just to keep your drinks going so it was it was hot, extremely hot. It's a different type of heat. It's that dry heat, but um, yep. it's still hot regardless. That temperature is crazy. And that's, that's 118 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Just so, so I don't know. It's, it's, it's blistering hot. But so we're thinking somewhere along the lines of doing something out west in, in Arizona. Uh, California, maybe. Yeah, Just or even know people out there. Pebble or Beach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bucket list thing for sure. But um, even Vegas, though, would be very cool. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's kind of like as far as like we want to do, we want to get more involved with like doing tournaments, hosting events. Um, I think also, too, would be like a, um, we love your idea we were talking about before, but even doing like a maybe like an annual like meetup where we could get other like influencers or people that are really 
into the game of golf. And then we could try to even bring maybe some like brands or companies out there too that have other products. So maybe it's kind of a, kind of like a small uh, PGA expo, so to speak, you know, like get, get, get a bunch of just people and register a certain amount and, and do something like that. So we definitely want to try to uh, do more promoting um, tournaments uh, and then Dom, you can kind of with the with the podcast on the podcast. I don't know. We always talk about having like a studio and you know stuff like that, where it's just like our own space. Um, I'd like to take it to like the moon, you know, stuff like that. Just like just see where it can go. Um, there's nothing like really specific that I'd like to hit or you know generally do, but. I think it's super fun just being able to interact with people on a different platform other than just, you know, talking to people through your, uh, like your phone or social media or something like that. You know, um, I, I think so far we're doing okay. Yeah, it's, You know, it's, it's definitely a different grind than it is like the social media posting. I agree. Cause yeah, we, we get the, the, the other side of it, of, you know, trying to just get content out there, but you know, and again, I think I gave you guys a shout out before to say, hey, you know, you guys that do it regularly, week in, week out, that's pretty impressive. I don't think me and Chris will ever get to that point. We're just getting into the casual casual conversations like you would if you were at a golf course and you run into somebody say, hey, man, what's happening? And you get caught up that way. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what where our podcast is. And I think that's where our podcast will go like next year when we start doing guests. But for you guys that just do this week in, week out, whether it's just you two, Derek and Dom, or you guys have a guest on, like you do it week in, week out. There's huge props to that, dudes. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. We, we, like, I love all the guests we have, each and every one of them. I've loved having them. Um, I love all it the It just gives you a different perspective. Like, on, yeah. when you guys are talking, yeah, okay, that's cool and everything. But then you get somebody else added in there, and it's like that's a different voice, right? And that's just different things you can bounce off of each other. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Like, I know I'd love to have, like, a – PGA, not even like a pro, but just someone who knows what they're doing. Um, you know, like my favorite. I'd like to have a podcast guy on that just knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Well, like my I mean, favorite. We're golf so we're so rank amateur here, right? Yeah. Uh, no, it's I, I, I think that's part of like the beauty of it, though. It's the yeah, part of the appeal. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, we again, everyone can relate. I look at me and Chris, and I mean, we really, really, we just got involved in golf in like the last two years, like, and we're the gear aspect of it, like the gear nut type thing is starting to come. Like when, you know, the, the new releases and we could talk about gear forever in a day, but you know, like stealth and um, the uh, Callaway rogue, right. Start talking and start getting into that stuff. And I'll be honest with you for, for me, I don't know about you, Chris, but you can speak on this in a sec here, but like I get animated and it's like, Holy smokes. Now I wasn't too impressed with the stealth. I was like, wow, they put a barbecue on the front of that Callaway. <laughs> I love the memes on that. I uh, yeah, the memes were wild, but like that Callaway Rogue, like I looked at that and I went, "Wow!" Like where where does the R and D come from to put that out? But then Cobra came out with theirs, and didn't the, didn't the new Cobra look like there? So yeah, go ahead. So, I know we talked about it a few episodes ago, but like yeah, the one that really excited me before the Cobra was announced was the Callaway Rogue because of the jailbreak and stuff like that. Yeah. To me, just putting carbon fiber on the face is no big deal. And tests have kind of shown that it does not help your average golfer do any better. I think it's proven that they're basically a sim, but they look different. I don't know. Yeah, um, I wasn't Cobra, impressed. I wasn't yeah. impressed. What I'm a Callaway this? guy, so I like, I, like yeah, I have the old epic flashes. Yeah. So, I mean. So, like, what Callaway is doing, I think, is, like, amazing with their jailbreak and the way it works. And it's just, like... It makes so much sense. I don't know why more brands aren't doing it. And then, yeah, Cobra right now is, like, I feel like when they debuted and what they're putting into their R&D and what they're putting into their clubs and everything is kind of scary because they're a brand that nobody likes to talk about because they're not a Callaway. They're not Titleist. They're not TaylorMade. Yeah. Um, I do have Bryson. I was going to say, it helps helps when you have Bryson out there pounding the ball. It doesn't help when Bryson (laughs) goes on a golf course and says, this driver sucks. (laughs) Sucks. Yeah, exactly. But like, I wasn't looking at irons, right? I was like, okay, yeah. Like, I like mine. I had old Cobras. Um, I saw the, the lofts and what they were doing with their LTDX system and how their faces were milled and everything. And I was, and then, you know, I texted Derek. I'm like, you know, how much do you think these cost you? Oh, it's probably expensive. They're cheaper than the TaylorMade. They're cheaper than the Callaway. They're cheaper than Titleist. Like, 
everything they're doing for that price, I think is super amazing. I went with, uh, I got custom fit last year and I went with Mizuno's. And I mean, I really didn't know what I wanted at the time. I just went and seen our local club fitter and he kind of gave me a club fitting. And he said like, you know, for, I guess there's been studies done with the tour pros and they basically said, you know, if you weren't given a, um, a sponsorship by anybody, what would you play? And the vast majority, I guess, would say, said the Mizuno's. So he kind of twisted my arm and that's what I ended up with. And I'm actually quite happy with them. So true. I've, you I mean, you read, I'm still not bitter about that, but you <laughs> did win. It's like you read reviews and the most that are overwhelmingly supportive are Mizuno. Um, whether it's their irons or I had a five wood and I loved the five wood, just the feel of it and the sound of it was super nice. Um, but they're another brand that nobody seems to talk about. And it be, again, it's because it's not a tailor-made, a Callaway, a title. So I'll, I'll throw it out there. I, my driver, three wood, five wood are all tailor-made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went with Wilson irons because mm-hmm. okay. again, there's a backstory there of like the first round of golf, first golf round I ever played was in Manitoba when we were actually moving from Newfoundland to Alberta, like, you know, 20 plus years, 25 plus years ago. And we stayed at a hotel and right across the street was a golf course. And I never picked up a golf club and I was like 19 years old. Never, I seen it on TV. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. And my dad was like, hey, we should go over and try this. And I'm like, yeah, that's easy, right? Let's go try this. So we went over and we rented clubs. And again, we're traveling out here west, traveling out west, right? And it's like, we need to get on the road. So we went over and we rented clubs. And the set that they had handed me was Wilson. Mm-hmm. And that that name stuck in my head for for decades. Sure. Like, oh, Wilson, right? So then I know Wilson went out of like golf, making golf clubs for a few for a while there. Um, then when we were getting, when we were doing this, getting into the whole golf thing, I was like, well, I had a I had a set of golf clubs, Arnold Palmer Prodigy graphite shaft ones that I had had in the closet for like fifteen years. They seen the golf course probably about fucking. Uh, it's still brand new. Ten times, <laughs> right? So, I'm like, well, if we're gonna do this, I'm gonna get new clubs. And I didn't get fitted like Chris, but I think this year might be the year that I just go and see a club fitter. Uh, I found uh, through Wilson, and I've been in contact with Wilson. I found out who does the Wilson fittings close by, so. That might be my next route, but I have the Wilson D7 uh, React Face golf club. So it's those uh, golf improvement type clubs. They got the fat mm-hmm. base on yeah, them. Cavity kind of back. Cavity yeah. back. Yeah, the cavity back. That's the ones. Yeah. So um, so in talking with Wilson, I was like, so, okay, so where do I go from here? Not that my game is improving to get away from that, but where do I go like the next step up? And he's like, well, we have the D9 forged out. But if you wait a little while, I think we're coming up with something that's going to replace the D9s. So I might go that route. So when the new set comes out, I might just go see the club fitter that he's recommended here in town and say, okay, get set, get fit with the new Wilsons. And cause Wilson is my brand. I have my golf bags, Wilson. Um, I've got a four hybrid in the bag. That's Wilson pro staff. And uh, They're starting again, to I, 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 I use the, the Kirkland Costco wedges. So I've heard, six, I've heard good things about them. I've, I mean, for me, and again, for a hacker and a budget golfer, I'll throw it out there that I'm a budget golfer. Those things serve me great this year. They don't hold up well to the wear and tear of bunkers. I'll I'll say that. But again, you're paying 150 bucks here at Canadian for three wedges. Well, that's one wedge of a, we'll say a a top brand, right? So you you just go pick up the box. And again, if they don't work, if, if you wear them out in a season, you go spend 150 bucks and get another set next year, right? Yeah, no, that's 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 a pretty good deal. I, I I started off with um when I when I really got obsessed with golf, I started off with also the cavity backs, really thick sole, um, but they were the Callaway Diablo Edge irons. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, pretty popular. And again, it's cool because we're starting to get into the gear tech, so and we're going back in the history of the brands, so <laughs> we're figuring stuff out too, right? Yeah, so yeah, I know what those so, are. So I was a big Callaway guy too when I first started, and I um, I think this speaks for a lot of people like. A lot of uh, um, new golfers or beginning golfers have issue with driving the ball. It's it's an inconsistency. And so, I mean, there was a time where I literally had a old school two iron in my bag. I didn't even have a driver in my bag because I there was no need. It was just taking up space and adding weight to me carrying the bag. So I just, I literally would hit a two iron or a three iron and I, I wasn't bombing the ball by any means, but I was still scoring relatively the same as my buddies that were hitting a driver, right? And finally I ended up, I forget the the name of it, but it was a Callaway 
kind of remind me of a Nike square driver. It was a square driver that kind of that era where the square driver was popular. I think it was like a FTIQ something or FTIZ 15. But in any case, I don't think, I mean, I almost hit like every fairway with that driver. It didn't have like, I wasn't bombing the ball by any means, but I was literally finding the short grass. It was like, that really got my confidence. And like, I started to find my swing. So I was literally like all Callaway for like the longest time. And and I loved my irons, but same thing. Like, you know, you start to kind of, you grow your game a little bit and you like, now I can start to hit draws a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm not a, a good golfer necessarily by any means, but you start to get a feel of your swing and how you're hitting the ball. And you know, with those, those forged blade irons, you can work the ball a little bit better. And, and, the, and I love the sound and the contact feel. So I ended up selling my Diablos last, last year. And then I got the Haywoods and, um, and then for the driver, I had that Callaway in my bag. I mean, I used to, my buddies used to make fun of me all the time. Cause you know, every year, that driver that comes out is like the next best thing, right? Every year, oh, it doesn't yeah. matter what it is. That's how they got to market it, right? Exactly. It's the new technology of the future. And so like I'm using a 10 year old driver that that's like, Hey, you're all driving by 20 or 30 yards, but I'm again, consistently scoring better or the same as you. So you can talk your smack, but, but then I started to get my driver down and now I'm, I've been hitting the Cobra, but I, I would say probably Cobra, um, and, and Callaway would be the two of my choice. I've had a few ta- ta- uh, Taylor mates too, and I, I, I don't know. I'm not to, not the bash Taylor Taylor made because I I love the the aesthetic look on most of their products, and they do have good quality products. But I just never seem to hit them very well. And I don't know if it's I, I have plenty of friends that use their like the uh, what's it the Sim Three. Yep. No, they're the Sim, on two? Sim Two. Sim Two. Sim Two and the Sim Max, I think. In the Sim, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know a couple of buddies that can bomb the ball with that driver. And it's just, it's just, I don't know. For me, it's just uh, the, the, the Cobra is really kind of stuck and I've been really consistent. And it's like, I, I don't, I don't really need to change a brand necessarily unless I'm starting to, you know, I'm hitting the ball 260 or, you know, I, I kind of range from 260 to 280, normally more around the 260 mark, but I'm hitting fairways. And same with, same with Dom. I mean, you have the, uh, the Cobra. The King F8 Plus, yeah. Driver. I started my first, like, real set of irons where I, I were game improvement. So I had the Cobra Max. So it's very similar to, like, a much newer uh, Diablo. Yeah, or, not yeah. as thick cavity back, but still, like, a... And the first real driver I liked was actually TaylorMade. I had an R7. It was a Super Quads with the four adjustable weights. Loved it. Uh, so I've, I, I've I've got a three my three TaylorMade three which is the R nine. Okay. And I haven't I, I haven't liked TaylorMade since the R seven. Like I don't know what really? changed. Yeah, I've tried. I I go and test hit all of them when I'm bored because I can just go to like a Dick Sporting Goods and do it for fun. Why not? He's actually and, banned from all Dick Sporting. Yeah, I have to go to one in like because he hits way too many golf balls. Yeah. I have to go to one in Florida. Um, yeah, he'll travel out <laughs> He's got a picture of his signs. I mean, uh, but yeah, I mean, I really liked it. Deny um, entry. If you see this man, do not let him hit golf balls. Yeah, I really like that club. And then, you know, I tried the SLDR because I broke the R7 and I, it just wasn't it for me. And then I had a few different drivers and then I settled on the Cobra and I hit it pretty consistently um for me i just i'm comfortable with it it has nothing to do with really brand you know if i yeah i i I, same thing i mean i wanted to go with will i literally the wilson d7s is the first new set of irons i ever bought Mm -hmm. yeah ever everything else is is always like if i fell in like with like a ping i'd probably be playing a ping you know but Uh, yeah i didn't even mention that i was gonna say that uh what's the new ping driver i think it's like the g15 or something i could be totally off on that but i will say i did rent clubs the so we're out in arizona last year but uh i went out the year before that as well out there and i rented clubs and i think if i were to switch driver i think that probably would be the next driver i purchased that ping driver was super nice yeah Yeah. the sound everything was really nice but it really depends i played with a guy this this year in around and he was a lefty and he had a one of the not the newest ping but the ping driver and again, being a gear nut, I'm not there yet with ping, but uh, that thing was like it was an animal. 
Yeah, he was again. He he played golf with us, so he's he's into that mulligans and hackers <laughs> type of territory. But I mean, that thing was just an animal. I mean, the sound and how it came off the club, and you know, a little little fade played played right into what we were doing. It was it was it was fun to watch. And it's like with our crew, like we have a yeah a dozen plus guys that play golf. So when, when everybody goes to the golf course, it is like it's a it's a Golf smorgasbord. There's every brand, every type, and right, and it's just cute, cool to look. Hey, what are you playing? What are you playing? Right, because we've got Chris, who's a who's a Callaway Mizunal, and me, I'm a Wilson TaylorMade, and then we have you know Chris M is a TaylorMade guy, but he does have a set of pings, and I mean the the whole gambit, right? And it's 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 really cool just to get into that side of the the tech thing, but let's talk about putters, okay? So. Derek, you didn't quite know what you had in the bag right now. Yeah, I should have looked, but on our commercial break. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know we were going to ask you about what's in the bag. off guard. So, so this is what I use. What is that? That looks slick. Is it a Tommy? Old Tommy, Tommy Armour. This is yeah, a Tommy yeah. Armour. It kind of reminds me of Phil Mickelson's little Cleveland, like his left-handed uh, putter. Yeah, so it's a Tommy Armour model 708 Silver Scott. Because I was again being a Wilson guy. Yep. I wanted to get into the 8802, but they don't make the 8802 anymore. And to yes. try and find one for actually a decent price is a bitch. Sure. It's literally <laughs> a bitch. So I was like, I saw this. I pulled out of the trash heap in my backyard because I, I buy a lot of like secondhand clubs and just yep. like I take what I want and try it. And then, and I was, I used this last year. And I mean, it looks like brand new. No, it's actually, dude, this, maybe is just like, the video. this is like 1970 something. I know um, it's in it's in pretty good shape. It, did. it is, yeah. And I, and I got I went and got it regripped. Oh, super super stroke, stroke, okay. uh, 3.0. But if I was going to do that again, it'd be the 2.0 extra because I use the saw grip as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I started with a I had a multi putter in my bag this past year from when I got my uh, when I got my Mizuno irons fitted for me. I had our uh, club fitter make me what a thirty I want to say thirty nine inch tall putter. Cause my mm -hmm. back sometimes gets sore and then I had the XL grip put on it. Uh, he put a pistol grip on it originally, but I took it off and I put the super stroke grip on there. Um, and that's kind of what I was using. It's kind of a half blade, half mallet. And then I also have a, uh, Scotty Cameron, um, which is almost identical to the one that, uh, Tiger used to win all of his oh, tournaments. Sure. Yep. Yep. And then this Christmas, my dad actually bought me uh, a tailor-made spider for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with the single bend in it and the, uh, the tip, the tip tour, tour putter shaft. So I'm pretty excited to get that one out on the course and see how that one feels. I'm kind of a putter nut myself. Cause I, yeah. that's my favorite club in my bag. I, I'm, I like to think that I'm probably one He's of being uh, a putter hog. Cause he won't sell any of his other. I can upgrade from the 1970s. Yeah. Help. Help. I rotated my putters around to Alvin there at the end of the year after yeah. the season was yeah. over. Just because I, I tried the Scotty Cameron. I tried the, uh, the, the Malby. Yeah. The Malby. Yeah. Um, the Malby. The Malby had the face really well. insert, So yeah, Do you I like the mallet style? Or you prefer the mallet over like a, I prefer what, what I've come to realize is that I prefer the face insert. And okay. I do, I do like the look of the mallet a little more, like a traditional mallet. Like the the sure. spider my dad got me for Christmas is a traditional mallet style. My okay. ball B is like it's a blade, but then it's it's got like half a mallet. It's it's only it's just got your uh, your your lines on it, so you can line up your uh, your putts. So for me, I've come to enjoy the mallets more. Like I'll take out my Scotty once in a while and I'll have a round. And if I'm focused. I'll be good for a couple of rounds and then I'll just lose it and, and I'll lose the ability to hit the line with it. And then I go back to my mallet and I'm fine. And it's yeah. just, it's weird that way. It's kind of like, you need know, like, I've, I felt that way like a while back too with like, I rotate my putters. That's why I didn't know which putter I had in my bag either. Cause yep. I have yep. several. Um, but it's, it's kind of that same. I think we talked about it earlier. The uh, like, if, like if your driver's just not working for you that day, it's kind of like, you just like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my three wood. Put it in the bag. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yep. That's and what we just, say. Okay, just put it in the bag, man. Yep. And then you know you start to because honestly, I think once you kind of like get comfortable with your driver and your swing, like it's it's more mental, right? And if you're just having an off day, it's like okay, I need to switch something up. 
and and, and just because maybe you're swinging too hard, you know, you're trying to Bryson DeChambeau hit it four yeah, yeah. yards, you know, and it's like take the three wood out for a couple holes and then get comfortable back and, and go back to the driver. So it's kind of the same thing with the putter because I'm that same way. I might have like two or three really good rounds putting and then like the next two rounds, like I can't make – you know, you're missing what you should make, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's like, okay. And you know, it's the superstitious stuff and all that comes in. Like, all right, I'm going to rotate this putter out. And yep. So, uh, no, I, I, I love my equipment. Like I said, there's the, the three wood has got to be an upgrade this year. I'm not sure what I'm going to, I got to, I got to hit some more balls and see what I want to go with, but I, I, I'd anticipate probably the Cobra, maybe the, uh, maybe the, um, the Callaway Rogue three wood or the, um, you know, definitely said I want to try, try the uh, ping too. So we'll see. So what'd you say? I said you're gonna go with the cheeseburger. Yeah, go with the cheese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Cali guy. I got the, the epic flash driver and got an epic flash driver a couple of years ago. And then actually, funny story, I didn't really have a three wood in my bag, and I was like, ah, oh, I need a three wood. And then we went to uh, a couple of years ago. We were heading to Kananaskis. We stopped at uh, a golf town in in Calgary, and they had. A brand new, basically, it was a, a demo model on, on sale. And, and it was the uh, Callaway Epic Flash 3-wood. And I'm like, that matches my driver, like, perfect. It's like and it, was, it, it was like 75% off. I'm like, how can I walk out of here without grabbing that thing? <laughs> right? So, yeah, that's how that made it into my bag. Those, it, and it, it works great. That's probably, that's probably my second favorite club. Like, if my driver's not working, because there are days where I got a mad slice, and I can, I can use my three wood. And, and like I say, I can hit it usually as long as I can typically hit my driver it, yep. when I'm slicing it. So then, you know, I'm on the fairway or just off the fairway. And it's uh, usually gives me a better shot in for my approach shot. Typically. When he starts, when he starts off his day playing from on number one, playing <laughs> on the from hill? number 10 fairway. Yeah. It's usually time to just put the driver in the bag and play with yep. the three wood for the rest yep. of the day. That's right. Yep. That's right. Because that's pretty common though for all for places. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a common uh shot for us mulligan and hackers though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Got, absolutely. <laughs> us amateurs always struggle with that. It seems so, like a slice is just is the predominant shot, right? And I mean the golf course we play on, everything if you slice, like it, it's play into trouble all down the right side. All the time. Every time. So, so you, you got to kind of that. If you play a fade or a slice, you're playing into trouble every hole. Yep. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> Not a good time. See, I'm a, I'm a link style guy myself. I like nice. to avoid I like to avoid all trees at all costs. <laughs> However, a lot I'm of trees having, up here on some of our courses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the traditional style of golf, but for, for if I'm going to like pick a course, I would love to play like a link style course. That's my, that's my style. Even though I hate bunkers, which is funny because they're normally loaded with bunkers. Yeah. Okay. But, so I have a question for both of you now. Yeah. So you've played, you've played a bunch of courses down in the States, some of the PGA types courses, right? Yep. So what's your, what's your go-to? Where do you want to go that you haven't played that will be your course to go and say, Hey, this is it. This is the course I want to play. And when I've played this course, I will have met my golf journey. So mine is actually probably not what you're thinking. I feel like everybody's going to say, oh, Pebble or, oh, you know, Augusta, whatever. I want to play Banff real bad. Banff Springs. Yeah. Oh, dude. Hey, anytime you guys want to come up here, <laughs> let us know. We'll and, meet you in Banff. And we'll meet you in Banff. It is, it's, really, it's only like a, a three-hour drive for us. For me, that ever since I saw pictures of it and then you know I watched videos on it, for me that has been like the course I've wanted to play, and you know I've seen pictures of it in the winter and it looks super nice. And for me, that's it. Like that's crazy. Like, <laughs> I, I, obviously, we've had guys on here who you know we go play pebble with the guys from OB or whatever or you know Spyglass whatever. But for me, Banff kind of symbolizes like it's you know it, it's a trip. You know, you're going to go out of the country, even though it is just to Canada, but you're still out of the country and you're going to go on a trip to play this course that looks just fantastic by the mountains and, you know, the water looks super nice all the time. For me, that's like when I play that, that to me is like, wow, I'm doing it. That's a good answer. That's and it's not as expensive. Again, not the answer I would expect. <laughs> not the What's answer that? I would expect, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, no, and I've I looked at like stay and play packages. It's really affordable. You just yeah. have to like book it and go. Yeah, it, it's it's no different than like 
like you say, Banff. So Kananaskis, where we stay, is only like 45 minutes to an hour uh, this side of Banff. And I mean, the golf course out there, you literally have to book like almost a year in advance for us to get our tee times because it's so busy. Yeah, they have two sets of 18 and they're just always busy. But it's it's the plane in the mountains. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. I, I would say Chris, have, you, have you, a, post, you posted some of your trip last year on our Instagram page. Yes. I mean, yeah, I did. I, I posted when we went. Absolutely to, spectacular views. Yeah, I've never like, been out there either. So yeah, we went to Bears Pond Canmore, which was unbelievable. Uh, and that was the first time I'd ever played that one. And then Kananaskis, we've just kind of made it a normal thing to play it. Cause it, I mean, as an Alberta resident, it costs us, I think, I think it's 95 bucks or something to play 18 and you have to take a cart when you're out there. But I mean, really, to play play at that's that not, course, it's like okay, that's that's yeah. not that not that expensive, <laughs> not right? Okay, Derek, now it's your um, turn. What's your course? Uh, I, I would say Pebble, but I played it last week on a simulator, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I played it in two K. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I think there would be it's hard to really narrow it down to one because I really would love to go to St Andrews, the home of golf. I was gonna say, uh, like for me, it yeah. would be Augusta. I'd really like to go play Augusta, but St. Andrews would be, I mean, that's the epicenter of golf, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I would say that. And then, obviously, Augusta National, if, if you were able to. But I, I think what, what a cool trip would, would also be would be Bandon Dunes. Um, that would be, like, probably one of my ultimate, like, weekend or, like, a three- or four-day golf trip because they have several courses out there. I don't know if you're familiar with Bannon Dunes out on the... Actually, yeah. Mac, our our manager, one of the owners at our home course, he just yeah. went to Bannon Dunes a few weeks back. Yeah, I mean, what it was his uh, experience? Did you, did oh, you he, and I haven't talked to him much about it. Like the one day they went to play and it was just like pouring rain, but they were there, <laughs> so they had to play. And, it, and then uh, I think the the next day he said it was like really, really good. He he He's a golf nut, so he loved it. Sure. I, I think, I think the other reason why I would like that is because it, it is kind of that they, they enrich that home of golf, St. Andrews esque style of golf. So it's very, yeah, you'll see some videos of people playing it and the winds are howling. Like, I mean, the flag stick <laughs> is just going nuts and it's like, yeah, they're golf like, isn't diff more difficult enough. Right. Yeah, exactly. Just add an extra elements. But yeah, I, I mean, again, it's hard to narrow it down to one, but if, if I'm going to say like out of the country, it'd probably be St. Andrews here would be, Augusta or, or Pebble Beach abandoned. It's hard to narrow it down. And Pebble would be a nice one to be on the to be on that bucket list too. Yeah. Yeah, because and I've I don't know if you guys I mean, we've talked to OB Golf too, but I think technically from most people's perspective of is of golfing those courses that's I think it's Spanish Bay or mm -hmm. Spyglass is actually the nicer course of of all that because there's there's Spanish Bay Spyglass and then pebble pebble yeah and i think pebble with obviously hole number seven and just the 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 hitch, rich history behind it so yeah i mean don't get me wrong like if i had to play one here and someone's like hey you want to go play pebble yeah yeah <laughs> you'd be crazy not to right <laughs> exactly yeah it's very expensive though i actually had a family friend um their their father or their grandpa went out and played it was kind of like a bucket list thing for him too and they played and it's it's extremely difficult to get on you have to like almost have a hotel or rent a resort out there otherwise but i, I want to say it was 500 to 600 dollars minimum american, and that's american dollars so yeah and then you have to have a caddy yeah so that's easily so so this, we talked about it on yours at the podcast that we listened to so yeah the glorified donkeys podcast those guys caddy at pebble oh really mm -hmm. yeah very cool i'm and, sure you can their their podcast is just on the stories of like they're caddying and it's that it would is, be really interesting I'd, I'd actually i'd have to check that out because I, I don't think some of the stories are like belly laughing type of stuff man, and <laughs> get some they, got, they got some good stuff on there for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have to check we, that when out. we go out of town and we do our day trips to go do our tour dates and stuff that's yep. what we listen to on the on the way what was it called glorified, like, glorified donkeys glorified donkeys okay mm -hmm. yeah, and, check that and out. yeah it's and again yeah check those guys out because it gets out of control i i uh we talked about it before too. It's like we haven't, I've never played where we've used a caddy before, but I definitely want to do that. Cause I said, they either will make or break your game. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like, I don't know if I'd want to put a dude through that. I mean, like, like dude, you know, 
and again, like those guys would say, you know, from the first shot, you can tell what kind of day you're going to have. And yep. I, I would, I would definitely be terrified to hit that first drive and look back at him and him look at me and go, yeah, it's going to be a long damn day. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I told him like, give him like, give him a quick tip before it starts and just say, Hey, like, uh, I don't really care about you telling me what to do. I just need you to be my hype man. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm going to suck regardless, but just be my hype man and keep me positive. Cause at the end of the day, they're working to get a tip too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, all well, right. Guys. Well, I mean, this has been an absolute blast and I don't want to e eat up all of our topics cause I'd love to do this again. Sure. Absolutely. So, I mean, let's, let's reconnect down the road. Yeah, yeah for sure. We'll, we'll reconnect mid season or something. Definitely, for all of our listeners out there, make sure you guys uh, check out Save Park Alpha, or uh, Save Park Podcast and uh, give these guys a listen. Uh, and thanks for joining us today, guys. It's been a Absolutely. blast. Yeah, thanks for having thanks us. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. This has been great. So, yeah, we'll keep in touch. Awesome. All right, Take care. All right, we'll see you guys. May your mulligans be plenty and your hacks be findable. Later. <laughs> Later.